0: Okay, people, here we go again for another fun hour with the Midnight Skeptic, and uh, it's Tuesday evening, it's uh, going on 8 o'clock, but this will be broadcast on the 18th, and yes, the 18th, okay, no, it'll be broadcast on... Uh, I'm off to a good start already. It will be broadcast on the 18th um, of September, which is Sunday, which will be 9 o'clock at the usual time. I don't know why I, I couldn't read my desk calendar properly, so I will just play my play-in music. You are listening to LP. Petaluma, California at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm and this is The Midnight Skeptic. The views of The Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, uh, this is uh, the 20th, Tuesday. So, I was reading my calendar wrong. It's going to be broadcast on Sunday the 25th, not the 18th. That was last Sunday. Okay, here we go. Uh, My views, um, the views of the midnight skeptic, while not necessarily the views of Petaluma Community Access, Uh, are not necessarily their views. Uh, My views, uh, being the right views, probably are held by uh, 95% of the people in the immediate Petaluma area and probably all the people that work at uh, Petaluma Community Access. Um, The Midnight Skeptic uh, is proudly woke, liberal, liberal, progressive. I'm, however, still, through sheer laziness, really, a registered Republican. I did that when I first registered to vote, I mean, way back when. I'm not going to tell you the exact year of it, but uh, my views have evolved. In fact, there's one view that I will talk to you about uh, that have actually changed from when I Uh, researched something. So, anyway, um, the Midnight Skeptic is proudly woke, and so here we go with the Um, shout-outs. Anchor.fm slash Spotify. Uh, They're the people that uh, put me all throughout the world, internationally. I have about a dozen or fifteen people in the European Union Um, A couple in Australia, a couple in New Zealand, uh, three up in Canada, and one in uh, Russia. And uh, I'll have to look up the uh, anchor.fm metrics that they send me periodically to see if I still have a listener in Russia. Okay, locally, uh, Nariman, Tom and Nancy, uh, Cody and Keith. Uh, Tim Conrad, I haven't mentioned him lately, but he's uh, was a Sonora High grad with me and uh, a very good photographer and he used to work for uh, the uh, Child Protective Services here in Sonoma County okay, Kevin and Lori and Katati, Sebastopol Rich and Kathy Berger and then Tiburon, Dennis and Megan and San Francisco Ivan Santos down in Pacifica um, I'm going, kind of going from north to south here. Uh, down in Pacifica, Stan and Kathy Gustafson and Susan Miller, um, the proud lefty of Pacifica. Uh, and up in Sonora, Bob and Sandy Fisher, Brad and Martha Fisher. Uh, Martha, wear your PPE and take care of yourself. Uh, Kathy Francis and uh, uh, Tiffany and Jennifer Gleason and their father, John Gleason. Uh, John Gleason occasionally proudly wears a Midnight Skeptic t-shirt with my beautiful picture plastered all over the front of it uh, Daryl Larson, Judy May Leonidas Maciel uh, Rosie Lopez Negrete down in Mexico City uh, the Sonora Gang if any of you want one of the t-shirts with my picture on it i uh, um, well let me know uh, if in fact let me know if you disagree with anything that i say although i can't imagine that happening um, or if you want to send me death threats or hate mail please do it the midnight skeptic at gmail.com i'll get them and uh, i'll i'm not selling these t-shirts i'm just giving them away to whoever wants them okay uh, enough of that, uh, Arizona, my brother, Brandon and Mina, uh, Andrea and Tim and their three little terrorists and, uh, uh, Karina Hilliard down in Patagonia. Uh, she is the snake removal animal control officer down in Patagonia, um, and Arkansas Shannon Reed, who's, uh, good luck with your new venture. Uh, I won't say what it is, but, uh. Uh, I will gladly do a uh, on-camera uh, advertisement for whatever it is you're doing. You have to give me the uh, the, the things that you're doing. Okay, uh, down in Florida, Nelson and Alice Lydell and Amelia Beamer, North Carolina, Doctor Dave and his wife Vicki. and uh, last Long Island. Um, Geraldine Goldfinger. Okay. Uh, and I missed Sacramento. Okay. Uh, Dave and uh, Rosita. I hope Rosita, you're doing well. But up there is uh, Mickey Huff, the godfather of uh, Project Censored. Uh, please, all my listeners, go to ProjectCensored.org and subscribe to their newsletter. I think it comes out. Every week. Maybe it's monthly. I'm not quite sure about that. But uh, look for um, State of the Free Press 2022. It's a book that was produced by Project Censored and it tells you all about the news that didn't make the news or was erroneously reported. Okay, good news and okay i from now on i'm going to start every program the news part of it and the ranting part of it with good news uh i've had a few complaints that i'm just too negative and there's always bad news well as long as there's maga head republicans there will always be some sort of uh bad news uh that was nick going downstairs in Back of me, uh, okay. So, but anyway, I'm gonna find good news, more of it, and uh, uh, relay it all to my thousands and thousands of listeners out there. All right, good news. September 18th through the 24th is the 40th 40 anniversary of Band Books Week and Boy, is this country having to put up with a lot of MAGA head book banning or attempts to ban book. Fortunately, there's uh, booksellers, uh, bookstore owners, uh, editors, writers, and more importantly, teachers and librarians in our schools that are fighting back against this. Okay, 40th anniversary of Banned Books Week. Okay, an annual event celebrating and promoting the freedom to read and uh, resisting efforts to ban books from library shelves, especially in co- uh, school settings. The American Library Association, the ALA, Office for Intellectual Freedom compiles the lists of challenged books as reported by the media and submitted by librarians and teachers across the country. Genderqueer by Maya Kobabe, local girl, uh, achieved a resounding victory in the Virginia courts. All right, this is, this is more good news. Um, L. Stephen Emmett. Attorney representing um, the uh, a- attempt to go up the court system. Damn, a brain freeze on that. Uh, appellate court. He's used to um, going up before appellate courts, and this one took place in Virginia. Okay, that was uh, L. Stephen Emmett and uh, uh, Jeff Trexler of... C-B-L-D-F, um, which stands for Comic Book Legal Defense Fund, on August 30th, Tuesday. That was uh, less than a month ago, about four weeks ago. Uh, let's see. Tomorrow is Wednesday and one, two. Oh, No. Today's Tuesday, and one, two, three Tuesdays ago, uh, was the victory. Uh, court ruling that Maya Babe's book and uh, a second book, A Court of Mist and Fury, that I'm not familiar with, um, were declared not, repeat, not, uh, to be uh, uh, obscene. Okay, there was some maggahead uh, politician in Virginia that brought a complaint against them and, uh, you know, wanted the books to be declared obscene so they could be just banned from libraries and schools. Well, uh, he lost. Okay, I don't know yet whether he's going to uh appeal the judge's decision, uh, but uh anyway, I'm I'm going to have a little bit more to say about this because uh I listened in on a webinar this last Monday um on uh, the, which was the 19th. Okay, all right. Yesterday, yeah yesterday morning. It was like from 9 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock. Okay. Um, August 30th, Tuesday, a Virginia judge dismissed a lawsuit against gender queer and a court of mist and fury that would have labeled both books obscene. The petitioner, who's this MAGA head Republican politician, Uh, asked the courts to issue a temporary restraining order against the Virginia public schools and uh, Barnes & Noble bookseller. No definitive court ruling um, yet that the books were not obscene. Okay, now what I mean by that is the courts uh, dismissed the suit on other grounds than obscenity. Um, in effect, the books were t- found to be not obscene and they're not going to be taken off the uh, library bookshelves. Um, let's see, I'm going to go into that a little bit more detail further on. Okay. I told you out there that uh, my views have changed on a particular topic. Okay, the Midnight Skeptic has come out as officially against California Assembly Bill 2098, uh, which would have prevented medical providers, meaning doctors, uh, from disseminating... uh, misinformation or disinformation. I think what this bill was aimed at was the uh, uh, America's frontline doctors with uh, their advocacy for hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. In other words, the MAGA head drugs. And um, the the America's frontline doctors, uh, you remember uh, Stella, oh boy, uh, what's her name? It, it'll pop into my mind. Back in the uh, 2019, 2020, um, Stella, the uh, this black lady from Africa that went to medical school over in Africa, um, and then moved to the United States. And she's the one that she got up on a number of uh, uh, press conferences from the White House and um, just, you know, spouted some Trumpian-type nonsense. And, uh, oh, geez, I, I wish that I could remember her last name. Anyway, you remember who I'm talking about. Uh, Anyway, that is America's frontline doctors. Okay. Um, But anyway, back to uh, California AB 2098. Uh, What exactly is scientific consensus? That's mentioned in the bill. And doctors who don't follow... uh, advice they're giving that's in line with scientific consensus, um, they can potentially lose their license for that. Uh, But I uh, thought about this more and more, about the relationship between doctors and uh, their patients, and doctors shouldn't have to constantly look over their shoulders uh, to some higher authority. Okay. Now, there are, not all doctors are gods. Uh, some of them uh, have other agendas besides uh, just giving their patients their best advice. Uh, unfortunately, there's it. That percentage of doctors is quite small, and the vast, vast majority of doctors uh, follow uh, medical uh, and scientific uh, consensus uh, after uh, oh, clinical tests have been done. You know, double blinded placebo placeboed, uh, randomized clinical tests. Uh, Most doctors pay attention to those kinds of tests and, uh, follow the current medical consensus. Well, okay. Um, my, my opinion changed on, uh, Twenty ninety eight, but then I went on to uh, a YouTube website uh, called Z Dog M D. Okay, capital Z, capital D, O G G, M D, capital M, capital D. Show uh, now, his name really is Zubin Damania. MD. And uh, he is a doctor and he's up at UCSF now. Uh, for my foreign listeners and on the East Coast, that stands for University of California at San Francisco. That's the. Uh, um, Berkeley's Medical School really is what it is. Uh, UCLA has their own medical school down on their campus, and I think uh, UC San Diego has their medical school. Oh, and uh, UC Davis has its own medical school on their campus. Well, UCSF is Berkeley's medical school here right in San Francisco. Okay, anyway, that's where he works, and uh, I'm not going to go over all of his very uh, convincing arguments, but uh, he changed my mind. That was on the tipping point of being changed anyway. So, okay, Um, and a couple of shows ago, I told you listeners out there that I was going to Uh, do a segment on Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O, and I'll tell you about him now. He is um, one of the most odious MAGA heads that I've run across, uh, maybe third only to the Orange Sociopathic Bloatbag himself, and uh, Bloatbag Jr., better known as Ron DeSantis. Okay, this guy, Christopher Rufo, R-U-F-O, has done more t- more harm to this country than, um, I think, uh, all of the January 6th insurrectionists put together. Okay, uh, Christopher Rufo, he's 38. He's a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute, that notorious right-wing think tank. Okay, he's the guy that invented the maga head panic over CRT. Uh, he described his efforts to, quote, "...put all the various cultural insanities under that brand category." CRT. Okay, he's also very anti LGBTQ, of course. Um, And he says that uh, public school teachers are sexual abusers of children. Mm. Uh, He is also anti. Socio emotional learning. Okay. And well, what is that? Uh, That's what educators uh, learn uh, when they're getting their teaching credentials. And it's not the only thing that they learn, but uh, it is um, a method of making uh, school children, I guess all the way up through high school, more self aware. And uh, capable of making responsible decisions. Okay, well, no MAGA head wants that. Okay, if kids all made responsible decisions, they'd never grow up to be Republicans. Uh, okay, uh, Rufo linked LGBTQ instructions in schools to. Are you ready for it? grooming? Uh, he has been a champion of calling all Democrats and liberals and woke people, which I am, uh, to groomers. Um, and he um, honed his skills, such as they are. Uh, at the uh, Discovery Institute, which is a Christian right-wing think tank, and their main thing is doing battle against teaching evolution in schools. They believe that uh, intelligent design uh, should be taught in science classes alongside um Evolution mm. And intelligent design, I think I've talked about it um, shortly after this show started, back when I was actually uh, talking about um, uh, skeptical issues and anti-religious issues. Well, I, I still talk about anti-religious issues um, as they come up. But uh, this intelligent design is a desperate attempt to uh, combat the evils of Darwinism and the theory of evolution. Christians ugh, will always say evolution is just a theory, and, which means they don't know. How theory is correctly used in uh, rational people's speech. I, I my throat's drying out. I need a sip of water here. And that's all it is is water. Okay All right, enough with Christopher Rufo. Um, I have a bright, shiny quarter in my pocket if somebody offs him uh, i will give you that nice bright shiny quarter Mm. okay good news from bad news maga heads are harassing and threatening are you ready for this boston children's hospital because it is home to the first pediatric and adolescent transgender health program in the United States. Okay, Catherine Levy, capital L E A, V Y. She's thirty-seven. Was arrested for phoning to uh, phoning into the hospital a bomb threat okay and this is what she said the the police uh, confiscated her phone and uh, dredged this call that she made uh, to boston children's hospital she said there is a bomb on the way to the hospital you sickos okay her belief is and and it's not just her there's i think most republicans believe that um evil liberal uh transgenderists doctors uh perform sexual reassignment surgery on little kindergarten girls if they think um, they like climbing trees or playing with trucks if, um, and instead of just wearing pink dresses and baking cookies. Uh, you know, uh, the, the transgender thing I've talked about many a time on my show. Time check real quick. Okay. Um, but that's what they believe And uh, many MAGA-head-run states have passed laws against providing um, medical care, not gender reassignment, but just medical care, uh, to transgender children. And that encompasses everything from uh, just... Uh, puberty blockers to um, child psychiatrist uh, efforts to find out, well, what's really going on in their lives and how serious um, a uh, gender dysphoria these kids actually have. Um, in Mogahed land, uh, there is no such thing as gender dysphoria. It's just uh, defying God's will. Jesus will straighten you right out. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this, this lady has been arrested, and I don't know the outcome of her arrest yet. I hope she... Uh, spends at least a couple of years in the uh, who's gal to think about her situation in life. Okay. Uh, Monday uh, on the 19th, I I mentioned this earlier, uh, I listened in on a webinar by uh, Jordan Smith uh, who is kind of the I'm not sure exactly what his title is, but he is the uh, head of the CBLDF, Comic Book uh, Legal Defense Fund, and uh, Jeff Trexler, and uh, he's an attorney back in Virginia Beach, uh, Virginia. And um, I mentioned uh, the other lawyer, L. Stephen Emmett, the attorney who does a uh, Oh, he's an attorney when somebody is challenging a court decision and uh, appealing. That's the word that I was temporarily brain freezed out of. Okay. Uh, Gender queer, who was, who Maya Kobe won her case. Uh, Jeff Trexler was her actual attorney. Um, queer has become a symbol for parental control of their kids. Uh, YouTube, uh, viral school board meetings for Virginia, uh, this lady, and I use that word in its Lewis, loosest uh, meaning, got up there with a copy of Gender Queer, uh, opened the book up to one of the two or three pages that has some sort of sexual depiction in it. The book. Is about 250 give or take pages long, and uh, this MAGA head harpy was up at the school board ranting and railing about pornography, teachers are grooming, and wow, 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 wow. Okay, well, it. It's a philosophical question that needs to be discussed. Do parents own their kids? Hmm. In every sense of the word, own, O W N. And should they override the best judgment of teachers? Okay. Uh, I don't think so. I trust teachers way more than I trust MAGA head parents. And at some point, you just have to trust the uh, public school system to give your kid a, a, a good education. Now, the, uh, r- hardcore Republicans want there to be no public schools. They want uh, private schools or religious schools. And uh, so that uh, kids can be taught to be good Republicans. Essentially, that's what they want. And Betsy DeVos uh, in the Trump administration Uh, was the epitome of those sort of desires. Okay. I got to flush my mind with a bit of good news here, and here it is. Patagonia. Yvonne Chouinard. Okay, his last name is spelled capital C-H-O-U-I-N- A-R-D. Uh, he founded Patagonia 50 years ago as an outdoor apparel and equipment maker. He transferred the $3 billion company to a specially designed trust to work for combating climate change. Uh, there are no tax advantages are written into the trust. So, you know, whatever taxes he owed from uh, earning the profits of the company, he just, he paid them, okay? And so most uh, donations to charitable, uh, charitable, uh, non-profit, world-helping companies uh, you can write them off on your taxes, but uh, he did not. Yeah. <sighs> oh, excuse me. I, I caught it in time. Okay. Uh, there are no tax advantages that will accrue to him. All profits, I mean, the company's still operating, they're still making their um, outdoor jackets and tents and. Uh, heavy-duty underwear that people wear when they go on treks up in the mountains. Uh, they still make profits, and but the profits will go into the trust. All right. Good for him. All right. Here is a good quote that I ran across the other day, and it's from... Uh, Okay, Tanzila at that Rebel Lady. Okay, I'll, in case you want to look it up yourself, and then maybe even congratulate her, she's a feminist, obviously. Uh, capital T, A N Z E E L A at that Rebel Lady. It's all one thing. Capital T H A T capital R E B E L capital L A D Y. Okay. Marriages lasted longer, in quotes, back in the day because women were socialized into accepting subjugation, subservience, weakness, financial dependence, and abuse as a way of life for them. Okay. The, for them, I added, um, quote, long-lasting marriages, unquote, weren't a sign of happiness, but they were a symbol of helplessness. That's not what should, that's not what women should have to put up with in this 21st century. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, bad news. An English teacher at Norman High School in Norman, Oklahoma has been removed from her position for providing her students the QR code that leads them to the Brooklyn Library site, Books Unbanned. Okay, and uh, I don't know of any way that I can give you the QR code. I should have maybe printed it out because it's on this website and just put it up to the camera. Anyway, I think you can go to uh, Books Unbanned, and you know you'll get to their website. Um, Oh, I have it uh, right here. Yeah, Uh, www dot b k l y n l i b r a r y dot org. That's www. I guess book, Okay, that'll take you to books unbanned. Okay, in Oklahoma, House Bill seventeen seventy five has created an impossible working environment for teachers, and, and this is a quote from the teacher. Uh, impossible working environment for teachers and a devastating learning environment for students, said the teacher. She resigned after a meeting uh, with the NPS uh, administrators, Okay, NPS Norman Public Schools. Right-wing panic over the teaching about race and gender. Okay. Summer Boysmeyer is the teacher's name. Uh, Summer, and then capital B-O-I-S-M-I-E-R is her name. And, And she goes on, quote, I don't feel like I can just go back into a classroom right now in this state, Oklahoma, and the environment we find ourselves in and do my job. Okay. Three cheers for her. Uh, Summer, we need teachers out here in California. Please move out here. You can, you know, f- for a temporary place to stay, I've got a empty bedroom upstairs, Please, you know, if if you somehow stumble onto this uh, Midnight Skeptic YouTube thing, I'm serious. Just come on. Free. I won't charge you anything for, you know, a couple of months anyway. All right. We need teachers out here. Good ones like she obviously is a non-MAGA head teacher. mm <laughs> Earlier this year, the Oklahoma State Board of Education downgraded the accreditation of Mustang Public Schools and Tulsa Public Schools for allegedly not adhering to the rules imposed by HB 1775. That's one of these bills that prohibits teachers from teaching subject matter that will make their little snowflake kids uncomfortable or, or be ashamed of being a white kid or, or, oh, or being straight. Oh, geez. Uh, history is discomforting if you uh, really study it and there is no teacher anywhere, I would bet my bottom dollar that goes out of their way to make little white kids feel ashamed of being white. That's just a Christopher Rufo type uh, thing that he says to raise up the moral panic in um, MAGA heads. Uh. Okay. A former um, NPS teacher said, okay, wait a minute, NPS, oh, Norman Public School, okay. A former NPS teacher said, quote, teaching in Oklahoma right now you are just waiting for the person who is going to turn you in. It's very much like 1984. MAGA Heads won't catch that reference, but that was a book um, by George Orwell. And, uh, I won't go into explaining it to you. Uh, MAGA Heads, why don't you go out and buy the book, 1984, and, uh, you know, try reading something for a change, you ignorant damn Republicans. Okay, <sighs> rant, rant, rant. It's fun, and it keeps my uh, anxiety levels down. Okay, uh, more book banning. Keller, ISD, uh, Independent School District. Near It's near Dallas-Fort Worth in Texas. Uh, administrators announced last Tuesday that the district will pull all books challenged within its system, a sweeping action that will include all variations of the Bible. Yay! Somebody, um, you know, a reasonable person, when they were pulling all these other books, Uh, challenge the Bible. That is the most, uh, has some of the most sickening passages in it. Uh, They condone slavery, uh, keeping concubines. It's a very um, patriarchal book, as if you didn't know. I haven't read the whole Bible. I've just read passages out of it and came to the conclusion that it it wasn't worth my time. Mm. Uh, Okay, I'm off my notes again. Sip, sip of water time. Where was I? Keller ISD. Okay, we'll pull all books Challenged within its system, a sweeping action that will include all variations of the Bible and 40 other books, including Toni Morrison's The Bluest Eye, a graphic version of Anne Frank's Diary of a Young Girl, and, of course, Gender Queer. And... The reason this school district was able to push this uh, 41 book removal thing through was because I talked about this, I think two shows ago, this Christian mobile phone company donated enough money to um, school board races to get uh, get themselves a majority. Uh, in the Keller Independent School District. There's other school districts that uh, this Christian mobile phone company is uh, invading and ruining. Okay. They weren't all that great uh, to begin with, but okay. Good news, Uh, a historical type of good news, On September 19th, 1985, the U.S. Senate held a hearing on the evils of, are you ready for this, rock music. All right, Frank Zappa and Dee Snider of uh, Twisted Sister fame were called to testify The Washington Wives, this is a group of women, wives of politicians that were in constant moral panic. This group was led by Tipper Gore. They wanted a rating system and a labeling of records, recorded music, uh, to, of course protect our children. Eh. Uh, The Parents Music Research Center, PMRC, and they're out of business, and they have been for, I don't know, 20 years or so, uh, was founded to be the lead organization for this effort. Uh, John Denver also testified, and they got him thinking that he would be on the side of the uh, Washington Wives and the uh, PMRC. Well, it it backfired on him. He was right there with Dee Snyder and Frank Zappa. Okay. Uh, This hearing, or series of hearings, it wasn't all just on one day, but I think it lasted a week or two. Um, It has come down to be known as the Tipper Gore... Frank Zappa hearing. It was a moral panic right in the middle of the Reagan administration. In the end, PMRC got what they wanted, a labeling or warning system to be put on records, record albums, you know, vinyl. Okay. Thus, <laughs> it was made easier for kids to find the records that they wanted. The PMRC compiled a list of 15 songs they found objectionable. Now, it was even easier to find songs like, and uh, I'm not going to go through the whole 15 and just pick out some of them that I'm somewhat familiar with, ACDCs let me put my love into you or Cindy Lopper's she or Sheena Easton's sugar walls. You know, I, I don't know. Well, maybe I'm just dense, but I don't get what is so objectionable or sexual or, or what's wrong with those songs. Okay, and final thing on this bit. Johnny Rotten of the Sex Pistols, uh pro- possibly the worst of the bunch from one's point of view. He said, quote, "In a world with major pollution and guns ablaze, they have to pick on someone using foul language?" Here here, every- of course, he's right. He's, you know, it just makes sense. Okay. Um, okay, uh, more good news. Uh, and I mentioned this previously. Uh, Brooklyn Public Library has issued more than five thousand one hundred free electronic library cards to young people. Nationwide, uh, it it launched its books unbanned. Um, since then, readers between thirteen and twenty-one, in every state of the country, and District of Columbia, have applied for the electronic cards, and an estimated eighteen thousand e-books or audiobooks have been checked out. As part of the Books Unbanned initiative, a group of teens in New York who are members of the library's Teen Intellectual Freedom Council, here, here, uh, Invited teens who got their e-cards to meet virtually once a month to discuss censorship and ways to push back. Here, here. Uh, let's see. Yeah. This is uh, applause for that teen group. Uh, Teen Intellectual Freedom Council. Um, oh, how much time have I got? Got left. All right, enough. Okay. Um, okay. There's a um, kind of a controversy about uh, saving the whales. Um main lobsters, um, the, the fishing for them uh, disrupts. okay, i'm I'm gonna have to get my magnifying glass out. Okay, uh, On September sixth, the Monterey Bay Aquarium's seafood watch monitoring program, uh, reassigned all main lobsters which is which are harvested with vertical fishing lines off the coast of New England and Canada to its red or avoid list okay because of the fishing methods I mean there's plenty of lobsters they aren't endangered or anything like that. Uh, The new designation was made out of concern for the endangered North Atlantic right whale. W-R-I-G-H-T. Excuse me. No W. R-I-G-H-T whale. Entanglement in fishing gear is a major cause of injury and death to the species. According to Seafood Watch, the right whale uh is at risk of extinction with fewer than only 340 specimens believed to exist in the wild and yearly population declines are seen so um the 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 lobster fishermen back on the east coast in maine all claim that they've changed their fishing methods uh, to types of lines that don't entangle whales. Uh, And I hope that's true. And I don't have any reason to not believe them, but... uh, So, of course, um, seafood restaurants that uh, depend a lot on lobster are uh, objecting to this. Okay, real quick, real quick. Um, Mark Benioff, uh, he is another billionaire that is an A-rated philanthropist in my book. Okay, um, Mayor Ed Lee, when he was the mayor of uh, San Francisco, sat down with Mark Benioff and... um, he said, um, he said, quote, listen, we have a dozen middle schools that need attention. And this was 2013. Okay. Uh, I want you to help me. What can you do? The schools needed technology and the students, Mayor Lee said, needed to be prepared for the future. The mayor asked for money to buy hundreds of iPads provide wireless access in classrooms and train teachers to use all of this properly. It was a big ask, Lee would later say, or so he thought. Benioff listened to the pitch and then told Lee that Lee wasn't thinking big enough. Through his Salesforce Foundation, which gets 1% of the company's profits, to spend philanthropically. The tech cloud computing titan said yes to all of the technology related requests and added another $100,000 for each middle school principal. No strings attached. They could spend it how they thought best. Uh, The check totaled 2.7 million that year and Benioff then promised he would donate $100 million over 10 years. It was a stunning commitment, one that seemed unlikely, given the fickle nature of educational philanthropy spending seen across the country. But uh, Mark Benioff has done it. He is a man of his word, and um, he has come through for San Francisco schools, and uh, since 2013, his uh, philanthropy has spread uh, to include all schools in, uh, uh, in America. Um, still, it's concentrated in the West Coast, uh, in California in particular, and San Francisco even more particular. But he's a good man. Okay, that's it. Uh, It's 58 minutes. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA-LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.com. Fm support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and most importantly, pet your cats. Pet your cat.